Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 9th, 2019. And so tonight uh, is the, the Hebrew day of the 12th of Kislev started. And that is the day of my father's yurt site. So we lit the candle tonight um, to remember my father who died on the 12th of Kislev of last year, which was not on this day. It, it varies uh, the, the, the Western date that it's on. So we have the candle lit and I wanted to point that out. At the beginning of the show, I don't think I'm going to be hold, holding it up the entire show, but I do want to remind everyone, strong hand, conviction, uh, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, in motion, no matter what happens, uh, personal responsibility is the new counterculture, and yeah, I'm offended by say, selling, and you guys, you can change your behavior, you can change your behavior, holder of last resort. Right here. Okay. Hello, my elite friends. How you all doing? If you got questions, put them in the super chat or type in Bitcoin Meister. I will I will answer them. I think we'll uh, there'll be some time for some questions. Thursday, Trace is going to be on the show. Friday is this week in Bitcoin. I think it'll be at five five p.m. Eastern. BTC Benny should be on this week. Jeet will be on. I think we're working on some other people and check out disruptmeister.com to see last week's this week in bitcoin it was great ken bozak was a wild man of course and uh saturday show beyond bitcoin was a lot of fun now let's talk about uh let's talk about someone who has not been on my show before and i, I actually have never met the guy in person before and that is andreas antonopoulos but a great guy a great bitcoiner uh, makes great videos and i'm going to talk about two of his latest videos okay and some people are a little confused by these videos but when he mentions another coin it's like sacrilegious or something like that and no it, it's fine he he's 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 a bitcoin guy but i mean he's not a bitcoin maximalist and he says that and roman q says don't fomo on ego coins yeah that is a very good policy right there uh we're going to talk about those uh those type of coins in a second Vanity coins is a more professional way of, of stating it. But going back to Andreas, and oh, look at this nice. I, I love this thing. I'll be I'll be taking this with me to Tucson. I'm only in Baltimore for a few more days. Play this at 2x, people. Hey, Vention, how you doing over there, man? Um, now, oh yeah. So what, what's Andreas got to say that I'm, I'm going to be talking about in here? So he used to be afraid of forks. He used to, th and I, I think a lot of people were. Now he doesn't fear forks at all. He likes forks. Hey, that's the same thing with me. That So he talks about one network, many chains. That's the name of the video. So he says, if someone doesn't like a coin, they can fork off. That's the beauty of the system. There, it doesn't have to be A or B. It can be A and B and C and D and E. So he brings that up. I think we kind of knew that already about him. Um, but uh, it, it's refreshing because you should you should be a fan of forks also. Let them all fork off. Let people go their separate ways, okay? If someone wants to do something else, they could do something else. And that's the beauty of the system. Now, he predicts over time, though, 
They're going to be, there are lots of altcoins. They're not going away. They might be intertangled via some, like with the Lightning Network or some other overarching network that contains the many chains. And uh, you'll be able to, your Bitcoin will seamlessly be able to change into Litecoin, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that's a that's fine. That's a reason why some of these things will survive, okay? But he says something that people might not like, that there are going to be a lot of altcoins. There are going to be altcoins surviving. There are going to be many chains in the future. That there will be many chains in the future. Uh, but their factors are just there, that people are going to keep on experimenting. People are going to keep on innovating. People are going to keep on speculating. People are going to keep on creating vanity coins. You can't stop them. And to me, that's a feature, not a bug, that in cryptocurrency, you can't stop people from creating their own cryptocurrencies and somehow connecting them to Bitcoin if they want to. And somebody can figure be innovative and create some type of network that uh, encompasses all or connects all the major altcoins in Bitcoin. Let that happen. Okay, whatever. Maybe one day you're not going to be able to tell what coin you're using. But one thing he does not mention is that, and he's Bitcoin is the store of value. Bitcoin is the world reserve cryptocurrency. Okay, so you can have all these uh, many chains. You can have one network, but there's that rock behind the network, that store of value, that world reserve cryptocurrency. That is Bitcoin. That is the network effect of Bitcoin. That is number one. Now he, he didn't say he didn't say other coins were going to surpass Bitcoin or anything like that. They just said there were going to be other coins. Now, a lot of people don't like to hear that. A lot of people think it's a big elimination game and everything's going to disappear in the end of the day. There's all, they're going to be altcoins coming and going constantly, constantly. Some will be bigger than others. Some will be threats. Uh, will, 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 I mean, market themselves if, as threats to Bitcoin. But of course, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Uh, so it just is. You, you can't, he takes the emotion Watch the video. It is linked to below. Um, I, I like how he can, most of the time, he takes emotion out of what he's talking about. And that he he does talk about some people do get emotional and say, you know, this can't happen. No, it's impossible. But it, there's some things that just are. It just is. You can't you can't stop the people from creating their vanity coins or, or, or other or, or innovative altcoins. Let people innovate. As I say, don't innovate. Don't destroy. Okay. So secondly, he's got another video about Ethereum. Okay. In the video, he straight at the end of the video, he straight up says Ethereum is the next Ethereum. Where have you heard that one before? And so the question is about uh, Ethereum 1.0 transitioning to 2.0. Um, and he says that the Ethereum 1.0 chain could survive. I think someone, I think someone will, uh, keep that thing alive, just like they kept ETC alive at the same time. Uh, he, 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 he explains what it's all about. I still think they're going to pull it off. I mean, it is centrally controlled and whatnot. They're going to be able to transition to Ethereum 2.0. He, get, if you, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, then then go, then go to it. He, he's not some Ethereum fanboy. He's just saying what is. But and he talks about the first mover advantage that Ethereum has at, o, over all its competitors that are trying to be whatever it's trying to be, and that Bitcoin and Ethereum can exist in the same world because they're not competing against each other. I mean, we, we, we've heard a lot of this before and that, yeah, there's a lot of on social media. There are a lot of attacks on two, Ethereum 2.0, but that's just the nature of social media. That's just the nature of Twitter. I, I, I agree. 
And uh, I know Udi <laughs> disagrees. And he he's definitely a guy that uh, rags on Ethereum and says that um, he doesn't believe in that first mover advantage that Ethereum has over its competitors. He mentions all these other altcoins that could easily overtake Ethereum. I, I don't buy it either. I'm with Andreas on this. In fact, I said Ethereum is the next Ethereum before Andreas did. Now, again, he didn't take it from me, but that one I definitely said before he said that, that you could check out the archives. People were saying, well, didn't you say Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin before him? Well, uh, I don't know when he started saying it. I, I'm pretty sure I had heard other people say it before. I'm not saying I was the first one to say Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I'm the first person I ever heard say Ethereum is the next Ethereum though. And again, I'm no, I'm no fan of Ethereum either. Heck no, you know. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, but I say let them innovate over them uh, over there. And so check out his uh, Ethereum video also, where he says at the end he says Ethereum is the next Ethereum. And I want to again show everybody uh, these awesome stickers that uh, Bitgo Yanowski got me. Look him up on Twitter or go to Bitco.cc. B I T K O. Dot cc. I, that's what it says on his uh, stickers. But I like I like his stickers. I haven't I haven't shown him enough. I haven't actually. He's a good artist, and he's got art over there. Bitcoin art. He's in in motion, in his own way. All right. Do we have any questions there? No questions. <laughs> Someone said something about Dash though. Okay. Moving. Oh, the having show is there. Twenty one days left of the year. All right. 210,000 block hype, 21 million Bitcoin hype. Having hype, dude. That's uh, that's coming in May. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the 2020s. Golden age, baby. Gold and hold. Now, there's an article here about the Greeks, about the Greek government is, is gone quite wild here. Greeks set to face heavy fines if they don't spend 30% of their income electronically. Whoa! Individuals that fail to meet the target will be hit with a 22% fine on the shortfall. Therefore, if an individual spends just 20% of their income through electronic means, they would face 22% tax on the remaining 10% uh, bar some exclusions. The scheme is a radical attempt to cast some light on Greece's huge shadow economy, the world's largest and is part of new prime minister, I can't pronounce this guy's name, sweeping overhaul to revive growth. Speaking of Andreas, Andreas was Greek, is Greek, but he's an American now. This is, he's a Greek American. This is a big initiative next year that will either raise more revenue because people will pay the penalty or more likely because of the higher VAT receipts, Mr. Patelis told The Telegraph. The revenue predicted is likely to be at the lower end of estimates and the country's banks will help impose the measures by reporting spending to the authorities. Oh my. So Greece doesn't like that people spend cash and that businesses accept cash and aren't reporting their incomes. So they'll do it on the consumer side, force them to not save and spend through electronic means so that the people selling will be forced to report their income uh, through the VA, the VAT. If, you, if you're going to pay with a credit card, uh, if everyone all of a sudden says, dude, 
I can't buy your product with cash anymore. You're going to have to let me pay with a credit card. Well, then some of those people will give in. They will allow people to pay with credit cards and they won't be able to hide that from the government. That That's what they're trying to do here. Okay. I, I, I've never been to Greece. I want to go there soon. I've talked about that. Hopefully I'll be able to go there in 2020. And that's great. They, they make an art out of uh, avoiding taxes apparently because they've got some high taxes and people like to use cash. And now this, this isn't that, uh, this isn't cool at all. Uh, people are gonna have to get creative. I think people will be find ways around this using Bitcoin. There, there, there were some suggestions in the comments. There were some suggestions and this is linked to below, by the way, it was from an Australian newspaper. Not, I haven't seen anyone else covering this yet. So it, it, it will be an interesting experiment to see what, what the people do next. Now, they say a lot of people are already paid in cash. So if you're paid in cash and you spend in cash and your employer continues to pay you in cash after this and you're, you're, you're hiding your income, I think you're, you're set. It, it's, uh, this is just going to trigger some more – I mean the banks are, are going to report – they're, they're, oh God! I mean, this is uh, tattletaling and in, informing. It, it's it's disgraceful. Uh, and they elect this government. How do they do? Why? Why they should uh, come with torches on their uh, on their Congress and their White House? Just uh, say, okay, uh, you don't represent us anymore. I mean, it's time for a rebellion. When when such laws are made, they're supposed to be representing you. My Lord. Um, and I'm not calling for violence. I'm just calling for, you know, civil unrest. Come on. Uh, but we'll see what uh, this is what Bitcoin is for, dudes. Uh, figure figure it out with Bitcoin somehow. I'm, I'm glad I'm not. Uh, and, and it's just unfortunate because maybe some people, they don't spend, they just don't spend that much. And we're going to save that money. People are saying to, uh, in, in the comments uh, on the articles, they're like, well, if you buy Bitcoin electronically, does that count toward your uh, what, what, what is the horrible number here that you got to spend thirty percent of your income? <laughs> if you buy Bitcoin electronically, uh, will that count towards spending thirty percent of your income electronically? But who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really unfortunate. Um, but I think we'll be hearing more. This could be a trigger for some more Bitcoin uses, some creative Bitcoin uses. Over there in Greece, I hope and maybe someone should ask a question uh, to Andreas about this. Since I mean, I believe he still has uh, relatives in his uh, in his native land. All right, let's talk about vanity coins real quick. Uh, a vanity coin, you know, someone creates a coin based on their ego, and it, it's it's just basically an ICO. On your you're selling shares of yourself. Like I'm so awesome. I'm making a coin based about uh, on me, and uh, I'm going to sell it directly to you. So, so people need to understand that when they're dealing with vanity coins, they're, you're buying an ICO of a person. Basically, you think that this person uh, can create value based on his or her reputation, personality. Uh, so, so you give them money. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so ridiculous. So on that note, I, I'm going to give you a little class in Vanity Vanity Projects 101. I'm not going to tell you who the teacher is. It was from about two years ago. 
Now, well, somebody, the teacher was was schooling Rhett. He was supposedly schooling Rhett, okay? And he he tells you all about vanity projects, what he thinks about vanity projects, and, and what he thinks about uh, giving away coins. He tells Rhett about that. He, but I mean, it's very very interesting. It's vanity projects 101. You can check it out. It's linked to below. I, you know, I, I think you'll be able to figure it all out. You know, I don't. I keep some things on the down low. Don't want to give anybody unnecessary uh, coverage there. But it's it's a pretty hilarious uh, video clip in that tweet. If you know what I'm talking about, I'm I'm staying pretty uh, vague on it here. But I think uh, wink wink. I think you'll 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 get it, guys. So check out the links below. It's uh, Jeff Kerr Dikis. Uh, tweeted it out. I, I randomly found it because somebody left it in a Twitter thread by Whale Panda that had nothing to do with that. Okay. Now, Skew. Skew was recommended by my guest, Zach Vole, uh, who's been on the show many times, a few weeks ago on This Week in Bitcoin. So I've been checking out Skew, uh, skew.com uh, on Twitter, link to below. Uh, and he's he has a chart <laughs> that shows... Uh, the low, how low, well, on Twitter, there's not that many mentions of Bitcoin lately. It's pretty low. It's, I mean, the spike was during the price, the price spikes. Uh, so he concludes one of the reasons behind the low Bitcoin talk on Twitter is that there's no retail, little to no retail interest. You know, regular people aren't buying it. So they're not tweeting about it. It's just, well, it's the regular in people like you and you know, the, the fans, the people, uh, the, the people who usually tweet about it have been tweeting about it consistently. Okay. Uh, when there, when there's price spikes, there's all these newbies tweeting about it and, and we're at a real low level now. So there are not new, and, and I've said this, I've said this many, many times, not a lot of new retail interest. If any new re retail interest, you can see that chart. And we, we've shared charts like this in the past. And the reason I'm bringing this up now is just so you can go to Skew because he's got cool charts. And that there was a comment below it by Lawmaster. And he said, I've been saying that for a while now. Everything points to no retail participation, but rather large volume traders, whether that be institutions or whales. Yep. Institutions and the whales playing around in the space while the people of the future or the people of the past are just wondering why. Why did they get rich? Why did the rich get richer and I didn't? Because you gave up or you were too scared to go get in. The big question is, I've got a question. Where is the silent weak hand majority? Where have they gone? Because when Bitcoin was, you know, $19,000 Everybody and their mother was tweeting about it. There were all sorts of new people in the cryptocurrency space. And some people had some rage quits, but a lot of people went silent into the darkness. They just disappeared. How high was the participation rate in Bitcoin, the ownership rate in Bitcoin at the height back during uh, December of 2017? These are interesting questions. Because now it's radio silence out there. Where did all these people go? What do they do after they panic sell, after they capitulate? They don't make that much noise. It's very interesting. I, I just start that. And will they all return again? Y yeah, they will. Or will there just be newbies that will just 
play out the cycle like they did. The silent because I, I got to tell you the the way I see it, the majority of people that have dabbled in the Bitcoin space are not in the Bitcoin space anymore, and they're silent, and that just makes you more elite. That you you held on, you are a holder of last resort. The silent majority weak handers. Yes, this this is a real thing. Pound that like button, whale panda. He made a joke about a backed uh, tweet, okay? Backed, and I'm going to read it, backed Bitcoin Cash Settled Futures, a new cash settled futures contract available on ICE Futures Singapore. He says, dear backed social, dear backed social media manager, backed Bitcoin Cash Settled Futures is going to get confusing for some. On the other hand, I can't wait for king of the trolls to tweet about this though. So it's, it's backed Bitcoin cash settled futures. Okay. But if you say it incorrectly, it can seem like backed B cash settled futures. Like they've got a B cash product. So that they, the back social media person should uh, kind of, I don't know, clarify it a little bit. Uh, because if, if you say it too fast or you read it wrong, you might get really confused. So good one. Good, good catch there. Uh, whale panda. All right, so we, we talked about the silent majority uh, weak hands, and uh, yeah, well, that, that's just the way of life. But I and that's the past, and it'll be the future too. They'll come and go. They just don't get it, man. That it's a roller coaster. But I've got a 2020 trend for you, a little bit of a, a prediction, and I, I think I mentioned this on the Beyond Bitcoin show. I mentioned it recently. In in 2020, all sorts of new projects, whether they be coins or I don't, I don't know, other things revolving around the cryptocurrency, things that might not even have anything to do with cryptocurrency. They're just going to be, they're going to call them DeFi. They're not going to have, most of them are not going to be decentralized at all. Not Some of them aren't going to have anything to do with finance. Uh, most of them won't have anything to do with DeFi. It will just be this buzzword that everyone is going to want to connect to their project so they get funding and so they get noticed. Okay. So 2020, look for abuse of the buzzword DeFi. It's already started a little bit, but I think it's going to be taken to a whole new level in 2020. Uh, so also having hype 2020, that, that's something we should uh, we should play out. We, we, we should make everybody tired about hearing about, uh, about having hype. But uh, we, we, yeah, there are going to be a lot of uh, abuse of the term DeFi. All right. That is it. Maybe there'll be a DeFi uh, ego coin. Maybe uh, that'll be the transition. Uh, s- someone will come up with there. <laughs> there'll be someone who's already come up with an ego coin will be like, oh, it's time to come up with a second one. DeFi ego coin or morph it into DeFi. And yeah, still 80 percenters will buy it. They will buy anything. And uh, it's just well, pe- people, uh, people want to, they want to be part of an ICO based on a person. Let them, I guess, let them, let, let them find out the hard way, dudes. All right. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rob Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below, pound that like button, bang that bell button, follow me on Twitter, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I will say hello to everybody in the, uh, the chat right now. I got an interesting day ahead of me tomorrow. All right. I'll see you. This is Trace Mayer, and you're listening to Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Anyways, this is a public service announcement about the annual celebration of Proof of Keys. 
That's where the entire community withdraws all their Bitcoins to addresses where they hold the private keys and run a full node. So visit proofofkeys.com to learn more about why and how you should participate. And please make a small change to your Twitter handle to show your support. Thanks.